Welcome to Let's Clear the Air, a podcast sponsored by the Allergy, Asthma, and Sinus Center, dedicated to educating listeners about allergies, asthma, and immunology. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Let's Clear the Air. I'm here with Nick Kalinske again. So happy to have you back today. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to be back. I'm super excited to talk about spring pollen because it's here. We were just talking about that. East Tennessee, it's allergy capital. We're seeing a lot of patients this time of year. Why is that? Why are patients so allergic in the spring? So there's a, just a ton of pollen out right now, specifically tree pollen, Then there's also a whole bunch of mold. So mold is going to be a year-round allergen, but it's going to peak in the spring and in the fall. And so with that combination of a bunch of tree pollen and mold pollen, it's a perfect storm for a bunch of allergies. So what are some ways for patients to continue on with their allergy regimen this time of year? So what we would typically recommend is, you know, seeking the appropriate help by a board certified allergist, getting the appropriate testing, correct diagnosis, and then a really good individualized treatment plan. You know, depending on the patient, if they're allergic, I always recommend immunotherapy as a potential cure, but then also using something like a nasal spray would be extremely effective. An example of that would be like Flonase. You'd want to use that once or twice a day under the direction of your physician. But on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the best, nasal sprays are like a seven or an eight, whereas some of the allergy pills like Claritin, Allegra, Zyrtec, Zyzol might be a two or a three. So just think about your nasal spray is what I want you to reach for when you're starting to have allergy symptoms, such as nasal and eye symptoms. And I think that is something that is pretty much missed a lot of the time. People think, oh, if I'm staying on my Claritin or Allegra, I'm good. So can you talk about why it's so important to use that nasal spray? It's just going to be the most effective medication that we can offer patients as far as the nasal spray versus the oral antihistamines. Oral antihistamines can be effective, and for the right patient, I think that it is reasonable to use those. Um, But doubling up or tripling up on your Benadryl or Zyrtec is not going to be the appropriate treatment plan for a patient. They're not going to get that much better using a medication like that. There's better alternatives out there. There's combination nasal sprays that also have a a topical antihistamine in them. So it's like using a topical Claritin, Allegra, or Zyrtec, but you're gonna have less systemic side effects and it's gonna be effective treating the problem at the source. And so that's typically what I would recommend. A new medication that's out right now is called Rayaltris. It's a great nasal spray. I've tried it myself. I think it's fantastic. I'm also allergic. I just got my allergy shot about 30 minutes ago. I'm also tree allergic too. So so this is this had been in the past uh, time of the year when I would have symptoms, but I actually have zero symptoms. I don't have to use a nasal spray every day. And so for me, immunotherapy was extremely effective and has done you know some great things for me. Yeah. Now, what are some of those symptoms that you continue to talk about? Where are allergies um, prevalent? So a lot of people are going to start off with maybe sneezing, itchy nose, runny nose, post-nasal drainage or clearing the throat. Um, You can definitely have congestion, stopped up nose. You might not be able to breathe through your nose throughout the day or at night. Um, You can have itchy, watery eyes. Um, You can have coughing, some chest symptoms, depending on if if someone may have asthma or not, they might have some chest symptoms as well. And so that's why it's so important to see a board certified allergist where they can do the appropriate testing, maybe a spirometry or breathing test to correctly identify those conditions. You were talking about some of the nasal sprays. Um, What are some of those that work and are highly effective? So some that I would typically recommend and that you can get over the counter is something like Flonase. 
in particular Flonase Sensa Mist. I like it because it comes out like a fine mist as opposed to a spray or a stream. So it coats the inside of the nose really well and you can get it over the counter. Generally it's pretty affordable. But as far as a prescription, there are better nasal sprays out there, such as Rayoptris, like I had mentioned earlier, which is, is yes. that common, uh, the combination nasal spray. And so there's a bunch of different options out there, and it can be confusing. In general, most of them are effective, but you would want to avoid a medication, something like Afrin or Oxymetazoline. Some of those nasal decongestants can cause rhinitis medicamentosa, rebound congestion, which can actually do more harm than, than good. Oh goodness. Well, I know we were just talking about spring pollen and the tree pollen. We're counting it. Allergy Asthma and Sinus Center actually does the pollen count. So what are some of those trees that are really out there right now? So there's a whole bunch of pine, cedar, uh, maple, um, just just about every kind of tree that you're that you're seeing out there is pollinating. And so the pollen counts are super high. They have been high for about the past two or three weeks and they're only going up. And so that's why if you have symptoms, you know, come on in because we can help you. Okay, great. So if you do see that very high pollen count for tree pollen, would you encourage somebody not to go outside or what are some ways that they can still enjoy the beautiful weather and this nice spring-like um, weather, but without having all these symptoms? So I think that maintaining a good quality of life is important, but just doing it safely is equally as important. And so if someone were to have asthma, especially allergic asthma or an allergic trigger to their asthma symptoms, I would recommend that they do limit their time outside. Um, but the goal of seeing someone like us is that we put you on the right medication to where you are able to go back to the things that you enjoy and you're not limited in any way. And so I would hope that everyone could get out side and enjoy this spring weather but i just want everyone to do it safely mm -hmm. and usually that takes the appropriate treatment plan and medication great so how long does spring pollen season last so it's it's going to go for a while and depending on someone's symptoms they could have symptoms into the into the summer as well and what they're allergic to but in general you want to think about tree season being in the spring grass season being in the summer and then weed season being in the fall. Here in East Tennessee, the fall would be like middle of August until the end of the year is when a lot of those weeds pollinate. Um, but really East Tennessee being one of the algae capitals of the country, you know, I know it's top three in the region. Another one that's big is, is Georgia. Um, but yeah, allergies are a huge problem here and it can be you know, very tough for a lot of individuals. Especially East Tennessee. There's sure. definitely a need for allergists here in East Tennessee. So come see us at the Allergy Asthma and Sinus Center. But Dr. Kalinske, I have a question just relating to these patients that may hear these things and think, oh my goodness, I'm behind. I have not been taking antihistamines or I have not been taking a nasal spray. So how can they get ahead of their allergies? So medications work best if you use them more often than not, at least these allergic medications or medications for allergies. And so I usually recommend using the nasal spray every single day and not as needed. It's gonna have some benefit if you use it as needed, but every single day treatment is gonna be best. I think that really finding out your triggers can be super key. You know, if you're someone that doesn't like to use a lot of medications, there are alternatives. And so I think that, again, seeing that board certified allergist is gonna be important to making the correct diagnosis and then getting the best treatment plan for that individual and that's going to really prevent all those allergy symptoms um, getting skin tested i think is extremely important uh, in a lot of these cases 
And I know it's also hiking season, outdoor season. So what can these um, allergy sufferers bring with them whenever they are hitting the trails or getting outside? So when you're outside, it, it kind of depends. If, if you have asthma, having your rescue inhaler, I think is, is super important without a doubt. Um, you know, hiking with a buddy, I think is important. Using your nasal spray and more preventative measures, I think is the best. So using your nasal spray that morning, I think would be key. You can take an as needed oral antihistamine, something like the Claritin, Allegra, Zyrtec. I like the non-sedating ones. Allegra is the least sedating out of all of those. And so if you're gonna be hiking or driving, I think that's a great option to take kind of as needed. Um, but there are a couple different options. Uh, those are some of the most effective. What do you think about Benadryl? So I'm not a huge Benadryl fan. Um, it's very sedating for a whole lot of people and can be altering almost to the point of like driving under the influence of alcohol. And so I really don't recommend it. I, I hardly, if ever, probably never prescribe it for my patients. And I would much rather have them be on a safer medication that's just as effective without the sedating side effects. And then do all allergic patients that come into the office, do they leave with an EpiPen? So not all allergic patients, it depends. If, if they have a food allergy, then most definitely. But if they're only allergic to things in the environment, such as trees, grass, weeds, cat, dog, dust mite, mold, cockroach, things like that, it's not necessary. In some cases, we will prescribe an EpiPen, but that's a case-by-case -case basis based off of certain symptoms that the patient may have and things like that. Absolutely. Well, I know Dr. Kalinsky, along with all of our other providers at the Allergy Asthma and Sinus Center, want you to continue living your best life this spring. So come and see us. Thank you again for being here today. Of course. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Let's Clear the Air. Please consider following this podcast. And remember, if you want helpful and accurate information about allergies and asthma, our allergy experts are here to clear the air.